like this program when Apostle gave me a second essay that I would ministry and gave me the topic that has been like a heaviness in my spirit because of the thing and what God wants him to do with the church. Uh, I believe that tonight it is going to be a blessing. You see, we are in a dispensation where the spirit is at work. We're in the dispensation where the spirit is flowing. We're in the dispensation where the spirit cannot be limited. If you don't see the work of the spirit, then the fault is the new. Because it has never been limited and can never be limited. The Holy Spirit can only be limited when the children of God's minds are limited. That is that they fail to see that which God wants to do. They fail to see that which the Spirit wants to do. So it's this week I also have sent me the message and Yesterday I was talking with my spiritual father and the Lord and we were talking about the move of the spirit in the church. Then he was like, son, if only the spirit tells you to do what? One thing, if the spirit tells you to do this thing, don't be limited by the doctrine of the church. Don't be limited by the rules and the regulations of the church. But we don't do this, we do that. But you say, if it is the Spirit of the Lord that is telling you to do this, then you have to go ahead and do it. I want us to stand on the same scripture that the man of God was talking about Revelation chapter 12, because what he was saying is so prophetic that I saw before the meeting that I was praying into the meeting that I saw something and someone going to the verse 15 for me and if someone can read the verse 15 for me i'll be very good someone is about hallelujah like a flood after the winter so that i did my cause to be carried away by the flood People might not understand why we celebrate women. People might not understand why we celebrate mothers. Because they are the people that carry the destiny. They carry the great men and women of God. They carry children. They carry the prophecy. Mary carried the prophecy in her birth. You see, the man was with God in the beginning and he was called and he needed to come son. You see, think about the power of God and coming down as a son for men to carry this power in her. It was a great work that she did as she carried the mighty man, the great army of Israel, who carried the lion of Judah in her belly. You see, 
when the woman carries the prophetic word, when the woman carries the destiny, she's able to accomplish it all. She's able to do the purpose more than the man. So women are people that God give them or God provide or God make sure that he will put something in their belly because they can contain it and protect it. They can be able to look at it and make sure that their heart is always on that thing that has been given to them. So when the woman decides to follow something, she follows with her heart. When the woman decides to love something, she loves with all her heart till she dies. It doesn't matter what she will encounter. So what will cause the woman to wake up early at dawn to go and search for Jesus Christ at the truth? That they did not think about the soldiers that will be there. They did not think about the risk involved because after they have killed Jesus, do you think that they will leave Jesus alone to be there? Because this man had been prophesying about his life that he would die and he would rise up again. So they, they, they never thought that they would just leave Jesus alone. No, they have to protect him. But these women woke up at all. They did not look at the risk involved mm. and went to the tomb of Jesus. They went closer. So want to pray for every woman here before I start administration. You want to pray for yourself as a woman. You want to pray for your mother as a woman. You want to pray for your future wife as a woman. Because listen, men, if your wife that who pulls the destiny that is not able to keep it well, or you might not be able to fulfill the purpose. Men must not see it as, as, as something wrong when we, we emphasize on do not stretch your hand on the woman, do not lay your hand on the You see, the woman has much power in her that whatever way that she will speak for God will listen because she was the first person to accept the plan of God. You see, I don't feel that. We talk about Eve that deceived Adam. It wasn't Eve, but Adam feels. But Mary did not feel us. She kept the charm of God. She kept the Savior. We want to lift up your voice and want to pray for you, every woman here. And want to pray for yourself. If you are married, you want to, that the woman is the one that carried the destiny. So she, he wanted to destroy the woman by spreading out water to, to be of a flood, so that the woman will be flowing through the flood, that she will not be able to have a way out. We want to lift up our phone, our first voice in prayer. And we want to tell God, that God is a woman that carries her destiny, any woman that carries the destiny of the nations. You see, very soon we'll be celebrating great men of God in Ghana. And these men were carried in the womb by a woman for nine years. 
If the woman has decided to abort them, they will have these great men that we are about to celebrate in this month of May. If our mother had decided to abort Apostle Emmanuel, we wouldn't have had a ministry impacting the world. You see, when the enemy sees those about to impact the world, then they begin to attack. I'm seeing a lot of angels here, and I salute every man and woman of God, anointed children of God, because of you, God. Because of you and your heart, God has released his angels to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are Amen. with spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening. You see, our journey in this Christian life is spiritual. It is not physical things. So if you begin to compare the things of the spiritual to the things of physical, the physical things you will feel. Because when it comes to Christianity, everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. And every man that fails to understand the things of the spirit, you won't see that man or that woman left behind. Because that man or woman is risen with his carnal mind. That man or woman is risen with the things that he sees. You see, of late people are trying to understand the scriptures by the words that have been written. They try to understand the scripture with their own knowledge. But I said through the scriptures and I found out that there is a man who is the spirit of God on earth to assist Christians to understand the scriptures by teaching them to understand the things of God. So the Holy Spirit, it's, he is a person now that in our dispensation that his assignment and his purpose is to teach every believer how to understand the scriptures and the things of the Spirit. But you see that we get to a certain point in our life that we begin to neglect the Holy Spirit. We put him aside. And we get to a certain point where we see that he will tell us that this one there, it is not spiritual stars. We are a thing that we handle in the physical. But you see, even the word was through destiny. Before the world that even today, today Jesus have seen today, have seen the thing that will happen in the day, and even tomorrow. So whatever that happens today already has happened in the spiritual realm. Mm. Already has happened in the spiritual realm. So Apostle Paul was a man that. He was very conscious about the things of the Spirit. Very, very conscious about the things of the Spirit. So, you see, I love Paul because he was not just a man that anybody can go to him and intimidate him. When it comes to academics, he was a learned man. He was a learned man. You see, believers, 
one of the things sometimes we, we, we fail to do that we fail to learn. We fail to learn. We always give room for unbelievers to always accuse us or to always mock us when it comes to our academics or when it comes to the the, the things that we do, let me say the work field, the thing that we all that we know is to pray and pray and pray and that is all. All that we know is to kabaye, kabaye, kabaye. But that is not how it's supposed to be. Because I remember that even when Paul was giving he wrote a letter to Timothy, he told him to search the scriptures, he told him to read the scriptures. I believe that when the Holy Ghost came upon Peter, Apostle Peter, that he was not a learned man, but the Holy Ghost came upon him, he became a learned man. So there was no excuses that I did not go to school, so I can't learn. Where did the Bible talk about Peter going to school? Maybe if he went to school, he went to school of fishing to be a great fisherman. But when the Holy Spirit came upon the Bible, he said that he spoke words. He was able to interpret the scriptures because there were Pharisees and Sadducees and there were philosophers all around and they were people that knew the scriptures. But when Peter had the Holy Ghost upon him, he was able to open the scriptures, teach them the scriptures. He was able to open their mind to the things of the Spirit. Now this man did not go to school. So even if he did not go to school, the Holy Spirit is here to teach you. I, I listened to one man of God in Ghana, and he said he did not go to school, but one day he prayed to God and told the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I did not go to school, but I want to do your work. But you know what? I can't read and I can't write. So I need you to help me. That he had the vision, and when the vision, he had the vision, and in the vision, he saw the Lord putting the Bible in his head, inside his head. And after that, he was able to read. <laughs> now, if the man is speaking, he speaks English more than a professor. Has he been trained? Someone must come to school like that man. But then, when this man is talking about he did not get time to go to school, but now he teaches professors. He's able to teach at the theology schools. And this is as a result of the work of the Holy Spirit. So if we thought about the things of the Spirit, church, don't be so naive. I mean, I mean, some of us will feel so shame when people tell us that we are too spiritual. No, let them tell you that you are too spiritual because it is spirituality that brings speed. It is spirituality that takes us ahead. Because I remember when the king was dealing with the prophet of God, the king had everything that he, he is supposed to get so that he can get to his place. He had the fastest chariot, but he ran with the chariot. But you see, when the spirit of God comes upon you, I will say that, oh, 
will raise the snow for the soldier. But it is the Lord that will show you mercy. The king was running with the chariot, but the time he got to the palace, the prophet would be seated. What the Spirit can do? What the Holy Spirit can do? You see, you can take the lead, but I will come and overcome. I will come and overtake. I will come and override. I will mm. come and I will get ahead of you. Because I am not coming alone, but I'm coming by the Spirit. I am coming through the Spirit. I am coming with the Spirit. And the Spirit of God cannot be limited. The Bible said that Cornelius went to Jesus, went to ask him about the things of the Spirit and the Son of God. And Jesus told him that who is born of the Spirit. Uh, he is just like a wind, uh, and that person cannot be determined. Uh, that is why I am here to tell you that if you are spiritually filled, uh, your enemies, your descent, your enemies, the witches in your family cannot determine where you are coming from because nobody is born of the spirit uh, that they can determine his destiny. Nobody that is born of the spirit uh, they can determine where he's going. Nobody that is born of the spirit uh, they can ask, they can say that this is the person. But Jesus told and gave revelation to Nicodemus and said, Nicodemus, do you know something? There is an advantage for someone to be born by the Spirit. There is an advantage for someone to receive the Holy Spirit because it's like a wave. He cannot be determined. Today, I want to speak to spiritual people here. I want to speak to some people here that if you are neglecting the things of the Spirit, I want you to go back and receive the Holy Spirit because when you are filled with the Spirit, whatever that is going on in your life, whatever the enemies are able to determine, some of you, you arrange weddings, you arrange things with guys, with men, and you want to get married to the person. By the time you realize the wedding has collapsed, the plan has collapsed, all because you are filled to give credit to the Holy Spirit to lead you. Because if you are filled with the Spirit, they cannot even see. By the time that they will realize, they will see the approval of the Spirit. They will see that the Spirit has lifted you up. The spirit that lifted you up. I want to be called spiritual. I want people to call me also. You are too spiritual when it comes to things. Yes, yes. I want it that way because they don't yeah. see what I see. They don't know what I know. They cannot depend. They cannot test. I know of a man who is an apostle, Apostle Paul. The Bible said that he went to a place and he was bitten by snake. He was bitten by a poisonous thing that instantly took time within a second. That Apostle Paul, people were around and they said that this man will die very soon because this snake that has bitten him is going to die. And this man is a curse. You see, sometimes when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when God begins to bless you and you have the Spirit in you, and you are filled with the Spirit with money, and you have been blessed with money, even your money, they will say, is a sacrifice. Even your money, they will say, is a spiritual. Sometimes when you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you are prophesying, some of them will even tell you, this person, you are friendly, he has going to see other gods. 
by this person, you when you see you are full, the Holy Spirit, there is an anointing upon you, and you are healing the sicker. They will tell you what of favor. The same thing that they told Apostle Paul, and they said that this man will die. This man is going to die. He is a cancer. He has a cancer. I'm here to tell you, even if there is a curse in your family, if there have a curse in your family, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and it's food to above, no matter the curse is over there, no matter the curses that has been there, the Holy Spirit will override. The Holy Spirit will override. Paul was bitten by the snake. Oh, but they told me, they had a few seconds he would die. And they watched him, the man was not tired. They watched him, the man was not tired. People of God, I'm here to tell you that if the enemy appeared tonight to your place, to your house, and they plan and they shoot you, the Holy Spirit can even put the bullet, and this bullet will neutralize that they, you will not die. It is not because of anything, because you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, the spirit thing is, is very important. You need to be very sensitive when it comes to the Holy Spirit. You need to be very sensitive when it comes to the state of the Spirit. You see, the other time, Paul, oh, I love him, Paul, I love him so much. The Bible said, when he came to the work of God, he was able to pray and said, Give me this man, this man. Because there was one man that was walking with God that was slowing him down. I believe so. And when it comes to the things of the Spirit, the man was disagreed. But Paul prayed and told them, He was able to say, Separate. You see, when you are filled with the Spirit, even when it comes to ministry, you'll be able to separate people. People that are not filled with the Spirit, people that cannot move you in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will just tell you, put this one here, let this one be here. The Spirit is here to direct us, the Spirit is here to do everything for us. And that is why I always say, I want to be so spiritual. Let us be awakened in the Spirit. Because the things of the Spirit quicken. It's Jesus told them, these were the words of Jesus. This was the very words of Jesus. That the flesh does not profit life. People spend that time to take care of their body. Now people are afraid that they will even fast for 40 days, they will fast for, 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 for long days because they believe that their prayers will be will be so big on them and they will not look beautiful and they will not look handsome. They will be so skinny. They are afraid that they will grow, they will see bones everywhere in their body. But Jesus told them and said that the flesh, these were the words of Jesus, that the flesh does not profit nothing, but in the spirit that quickens. You might not understand. And Jesus said these things. And Apostle Peter came to tell us in First Peter ministry that you should be the school to apply all these ultimate. But what matters is your spiritual life. It's your spiritual life. So the things of the spirit really matters. In Because you have you have ceased to be spiritual. That is why demons are operating. You have ceased to be spiritual. That is why you see the sick around. 
No, no, no. I, I know that we thought about the God's jailers. That these people, the only difference between them was that it's not that the power that was in them is not in us. The power that saw Jesus is still working in us. Because by them, they were very sensitive when it comes to the spirit. And they will do anything that the spirit will tell them. They will do anything that the spirit will tell them. Hallelujah. I just want us to open to first Corinthians. I want to read the scripture then. We will, we will pray that we go. We go. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27, 27 to 28. You see, the things of the spirit really matter so much that everybody needs to run. You must hear for the spiritual things. You'll be able to stand these trials if you are very spiritual. You'll be able to stand this temptation if you are very spiritual. People thought, me and I, but I know that I understand that that unto Jesus, altar and the finisher of our faith. Jesus is our mentor. Jesus is the one we are imitating. But Jesus is the one that we are looking at. We are not looking at our pastors. We are not looking at our colleges. I know God's place there to bless us. I know our place there to be mentors. But Jesus said, looking unto him, the altar and the finisher. And looking unto Jesus means that Jesus is a man who was filled with the spirit. Jesus is a man who was very spiritual. When it comes to the face of the spirit, Jesus never, never mishandled it that any way. But he was so serious that he took the things of the spirit. That is why he said, Look unto me, look unto me. So you can be able, you can be able to, to, to compete with the enemy. Look unto me, you can be able to overcome the Christ, you can be able to overcome hardship. We are not looking on people. For to whom God would make, let me read from the 26, then I read the 27. I love when I was reading, that even the mysteries which have been hidden from ages, from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Uh, Oh, hallelujah. I want you to shout hallelujah. I want you to shout a big hallelujah. We know the old people in the Old Testament, there was a mystery that was hidden from them. There was something that they did not have. There was something that was prevented from them. But yes, these people could perform miracles. Yes, the people can, they can heal people. Yes, to these people, their government can heal. Yes, to these people can perform the things of, 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 of the things of God and they can perform miracles. This the mystery was hidden from them. 
And what mystery is he talking about? He's talking about the mystery of Christ. And after Christ came, that is when the Holy Spirit came. After Christ has come to die, that is when the Holy Spirit was born. This Holy Spirit, when they had the revelation, they wanted the Holy Spirit to stay with them. But because Christ has not come to die, they was yearning for it. I can see that the, 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 the angels and uh, the elders and the prophets are up there in heaven and they are looking at us and they said, oh, what a generation is so blessed to have the Holy Spirit here. What a generation is so blessed to have the Spirit of God because when they see to be filled with the Spirit, to have the things of the Spirit, this was hidden from This was hidden from them. If it was hidden from the prophets, if it was hidden from them and it was a mystery, Oh, Jesus. I don't know that our dispensation that the children of God do not grow and set for the Holy Spirit. Oh, we don't go and set for the Spirit. We don't yearn to fast and say, Holy Spirit, kill me, kill me. Holy Spirit, come and take my body and kill me to be filled with the Spirit. That was the mystery. This mystery of the Holy Spirit, this mystery of the things of the Spirit was hidden from them. Was hidden from them. You see, you talk about the prophet Elijah and Elijah. You can say that they are prophets, but I can tell you that after their dispensation, they are greater prophets than them. They are greater prophets than them. He said, but now it is made manifest to his saints. So for, for by now you, you are you are enjoying the stage of the spirit. Now the spirit has made availability for everybody. At first, they have to go into a certain place before they can receive the spirit and come back. But you are sitting in a room and you are filled with the Holy Spirit. He is not limited. He is not limited now. He is everywhere. He is called yearning for us. And let the spirit come, let the spirit come, let the spirit, let the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit fill us, let the Holy Spirit fill us. I pray and I pray for generations that these generations will be awakened by the Spirit. This generation will wake up by the Spirit. This generation, this generation, this our generation will see what the Holy Spirit wants to do and the things that the Holy Spirit wants to do. Because the Holy Spirit is calling women and men that he is calling them from their comfortability that come 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 and buy bread and eat for free come and drink with me you are not paying money for it you are not paying anything for the holy spirit this invitation is free it is calling you to come 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 and have a feast with the holy spirit this was the mystery that i've been hidden and the verse 27 says that to him God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mysteries among the Gentiles. Oh, hallelujah. And which is Christ in you. Oh, Jesus. You see, the Elijah and Elijah was waiting for the Christ because this Christ carried the Holy Spirit after him. The Holy Spirit is here. After him, there is a glory. You see, you can be able to stand the fire of the enemy when 
you are filled with the Holy Spirit because you are known that there is a glory that awaits you. You know there is a glory that is ahead of you and you will be working for the things of God and people will be around you and you are asking them what happened. So recently, the man of God lost his son. He knew that his son was sick, but the man of God was preaching and he was preaching about the Jesus salvation. He was preaching about the Jesus that's crucified. Jesus the one who was crucified. He was teaching about Jesus the Redeemer. He knew that his son was sick. But you see the man was filled, the bishop was filled with the Holy Spirit and he saw that oh everything matters. But when the Holy Spirit fills you, you will see what men are not seeing. You will hear what men are not hearing. He said that when my spirit, the spirit of God Jesus comes back, he will quickly our mortal bodies. So the man after he has lost his son, he still preached because he knows he will meet his son again. That is what I'm talking about. A man who is filled with the spirit. We have mentors that we can look at. We have men of God that we can look at them. But the spirit, they are full with the spirit and they don't they don't let the things of this world intimidate them because they want more of the Holy Spirit. Is he said the Christ in us? There is a hope of glory. What glory are we talking about? We are talking about the glory of God. That Jesus will appear again. Oh Jesus. This is the glory that the world does not have. We are talking about the coming back of the Son. That Jesus will appear again. So whatever we are doing here, we are doing the work of God because Jesus will appear. We are doing the work of God because Jesus has promised. He will appear again. That is our hope of the glory. It is only them that are full of the Holy Spirit that will understand there is a hope of the glory that the King of Kings will come back again. So if there is a there is day, let me work and do the things of my Father. I shouldn't wait for night to come because this day that I can work. So Jesus told the disciples that you see, I have come for an assignment and a purpose, and I need accomplish that purpose for, for today is the day there is day there is time here let me go and work let me go and eat the food of my father let me go and do the things of my father but jesus came with a purpose and he knew his time he was filled with the spirit because i remember that isaiah said that and the holy ghost will come upon him and i remember john also said this that the man was filled with the holy ghost the anointing so the man he know waste time he said when you have the Holy Ghost, He will direct you and He will let you know your time on earth here so that you can know what to do for God. Church, can we get to that point that the Holy Ghost will fill us and show us a map where He wants us to win souls, where He wants us to get to, and show us the countries where He wants us to go to, and show us the ministry that He wants us to do. The Holy Spirit is calling you, He is calling you for a purpose. Today that you have strength, why don't you go? outside it. What don't you pray and tell God? God, what are the countries? Show me the country. Show me the region. What region have you given to me? What country have you given to me? What city have you given to me? So Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and he knew we are silent on earth. So he didn't waste time. You see, there is an assurance that Jesus will come back again. And when he comes, he will ask us of what we used our time and our day to do. What is the work? What work are you presenting to Jesus? 
Which way can you present it to the man when he comes back again? When Jesus appeared today and asked you, Apostle, when Jesus appeared today and asked you, Woman of God, Apostle, Prophetess, Woman of God, what did you do with your time? You know, some of us will tell you, Jesus, I built mansions and I bought cars and I went to school and I, I, I have academics and I degrees and I have those. I know it is good for us to get all these things. I am a man of God and I'm working. But you see, my work I'm working is not much important than the work of the God. Because if God says I should leave the work, I have to leave the work. Because I know that when I go, I'm not presenting my salary to him, but I'm presenting the souls and the gift to him that God, this is what I have done. This is what I have done. This is what I have done. Jesus will fill with the Holy Ghost. So he knew his time. That is the hope of glory. We know if you come back again. Another hope of glory is that the hope that we have is that there is an assurance for us. There is assurance in Christ. Jesus told them that, do not be afraid. I have overcome the world. Therefore, you are overcome. You see, because you are not full of the Holy Spirit, you cannot get this assurance that you, you are always afraid. There is fear in you. But of course, you said, He has not given us the spirit of fear. When, when, when did He write that He has given us the spirit of fear? When have you seen that the Holy Ghost is full of fear? No, He is full of power. There is an assurance. Jesus has overcome the world. It is done. People of God, can't you see all of that? Jesus has overcome the world. Can't you see? Why do you cause fear? To let you down? Why should you let the economy to put you down? Why should you let the things that you are seeing? You look at your age and you are a woman and you say, There is an age, I am I'm, I'm 30 years, I'm 32, so therefore I cannot get married. I'm getting to it. But who told you that God is a man that has set certain days and age for men? I remember that there was a woman who that was our grandmother Sarah, that she gave birth. Elizabeth gave birth. So they the time is set by God. Day the time set by God. Why should you be afraid? Why should you let fear come to you? That you are running. Time is running. You cannot get married. That time is running. You cannot accomplish. You cannot go to school. You cannot do this business. I'm here to tell you there is an assurance that they that are in Christ Jesus are overcomers. They that have received Christ, they have overcome. They that are filled with the Holy Spirit. They are conquerors. They are conquerors. You are not. You are not someone that will be defeated by the enemy. The enemy cannot defeat you. The truth is that the enemy is afraid of you. So when he's coming, he is running like a lion. But he is not the lion, and he just wants you to be afraid. But I came here to tell and speak to people, twenty-one people here, that oh. Get up from where you are. Get up from that fear. Whatever vision that God has given to you, go and it will work. Because your master, who is Jesus, was filled with the Holy Spirit. He never failed. So you will not fail. I want you to speak to yourself and tell yourself, I will not fail when it comes to marriage. I will not fail when it comes to ministry. I will not fail when it comes to business. I will not fail when it comes to academics. I am overcome. I have overcome the world. That is the hope of glory. That is the hope that we are looking for. That is the hope that Christ has given to us. That is the hope. 
that is the hope. The hope of the blood. This hope, the world does not have it. The world does not have it. You look at us and you are wondering that why are these Christians making noise? You see, we have a hope that they don't have. We have a hope that they don't have. Oh, Jesus, there is a hope of glory. Paul said that, oh, I know that there I'm suffering now. I know that I'm going through hardship now. I know that I'm going through peace now. But the latter glory cannot be compared to my situation. I am telling you there is a hope in Christ when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't look at the circumstances and what you are going now, the situation that you are going now, to determine what your future will be. You know it is well. So the Bible says that, and Job told his friends that when all men say there is a cast down, Job was not in the time of the Holy Spirit, but he was able to discern and know that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, says that this, I cannot say there is a cast down. I have to say there is an upliftment in my soul. I'm here to tell you, people of God, with this awakening, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you cannot say that there is a cast down. You cannot say that what you are suffering now, because of this suffering, you are going to stop the work of God because of this persecution. You are going to stop the work of God because of what you are going to do. You are going to stop the work of God because of the salary you have been receiving. You are telling us so you are not going to give to the church again. But I want to tell a believer that come to a point there is an awakening, there is an assurance, there is a hope, and there is a glory that the present situation, the things we are going on, what we are seeing, cannot determine the glory. Apostle Paul was always looking at the glory what is the glory the glory that christ has finished it so you will also finish it so you want to look at that hope of glory that is when you are filled with the holy spirit that is the hope of glory and that is the glory you see christ has done the way there is a finished work of it why do you struggle yourself to work again why are you struggling to work again when christ has finished working that on the cross. Tell the devil, the devil. Oh, I remember our pastor, our pastor, Reverend used to say one day he went to finish ministry and he was going to sit and the devil came. And he said, if you are here, sit down. I am going to sleep. Sit here, have company. Have company. Sit here. I'm going to sleep. This man was filled with the Holy Spirit. This man is filled with the Holy Spirit. In this hope that I want to tell people, hey, whatever God has told you to do, don't be afraid. The trials, the are the persecutions, they are there. But there is a hope. There is a now the Hebrew says that oh, they are 
waiting ever since they are waiting for us. You see, Apostle Paul is looking at you and he's saying that I wish I could get this grace that this man is having. You see, Elijah and Elijah, they are looking at you, they are saying, and Peter, they are telling, Oh, I wish I get this grace that this man is having now. I wish I get the grace that this woman of God is having now. You see, they are witnesses, they are looking at us, and they know that we will accomplish the task. Because there is a grace for us. There is a grace for us. When I was preparing, you see, prophetically, I saw that this ministry is a ministry that has wings internationally. I saw that there were people living outside, and the Lord gave me a word. And these people that were living outside, I saw that in the month of May, I saw money being released in a form of sack for people here and the lord ministered and told me to tell 20 people that this month of may you are going to experience a miracle money you are going to experience a breakthrough in your finances god is releasing money god is releasing money onto the church because there is an awakening that is why i can tell you god is doing it because when he was taxed to go and pay tax, he did not go to work, but he went to where he has provided her and they went to take money. It is God actually, there is riches that is in the atmosphere that God is releasing unto people. Receive your riches, receive your glory. Anybody that is going through a financial hardship, I speak as a prophet of God and I speak with a command from above that from today the financial crisis has ended. Today you will not struggle when it comes to money. Today you will not struggle when it comes to money. You are breaking through. You are breaking through. You are breaking through. You are breaking through. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are breaking through financially. You are breaking through financially. So there is a hope of glory for us. That is why you have to come to the point where you be awakened in the spirit. Now, Apostle Paul said, I will just end very soon we pray. The verse 28, he said, Who we preach, warning every man. You see, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, eh, you will not be able to warn men. You have sympathy on men. But people of God, the truth is that men are lost. People are lost. People are dying. Should you say that? Snatch them, snatch them from the gate of hell. We are people. You see, when God reveals something to you about a man or woman of God, and it is very dangerous, you see, you have to go and warn that person. There is coming a time that if we don't want the church about the gossip, if we don't want the church about the lies, the people have been lying in the church, if we don't want the church about what they have been doing, that sometimes they don't do the things that God wants to do, the Holy Ghost wants them to do. It happens in the time of Ananias, when the church was built, there is a tree that the church is going to, and we are going to see it very soon, because people have been mocking the power of God, but I'm here to talk to you as a prophet, there is a dispensation that we are going to, we are going to see a manifestation of the power 
of God. That is why we have to warn men and women that have been lying in the church. That is why we have to warn men and women that will go and fornicate and come back to the church. That is why we have to warn men and women that will go and do adultery and they come back to the church. That is why we have to warn men and women who will go and steal and come and give it as a time. That is why we have to warn men and women that will be pastors, men, sickness, that will be sleeping people and they will come back to the altar to come and preach. That is why we have to warn them because there is the power of the Holy Ghost that is coming. The Holy Ghost that strike Ananias and Sapphira, it is coming back again. And it will strike men and women of God that will be lying in the church. We need to warn them. We need to warn them. You see, don't have sympathy. If they have sympathy, they will die. They will be lost. They will die. They will not get help. We will not receive. They will not get anything. You need to warn them. He said, warn them, preach and warn them. He said, it is very serious. We have to be very serious when it comes to God. Some of us, we say we are on the face. No, if you are hot, you have to be hot. If you are cold, you have to be cold. You can't be on the face. We need to warn them because, you see, there are a lot of doctrines that is going on in the church. And that doctrine is not filling the Holy Spirit. You see, you enter into the church and you see sons and sons and daughters, they are fighting against their fathers. You see, today, I, I saw something last this week, was Saturday. Once I, I saw something by our papa, Professor Akode, he said, he said, be careful with the hand that blesses you. Make sure that you don't shout at that hand. Make sure that you don't care. There are men and women that people of family, the pastors will raise them and after they have received an anointing, they stand anyhow and talk to pastors. They insult pastors. They are youth that are on social media and now they are able to insult pastors. But I know there is a power that is coming. Oh, the other time, even there was a prophet and stood and said and talked about about Moses' wife and said not just the wife and was accusing Moses was talking against Moses that what have you done Moses don't you hear God has said it you see you were not there when God was calling Moses you were not there when God was calling that man of God you were not there when God was calling that man of God but people would stand on social media and insult prophets and insult men of God apostles teachers evangelists Oh, God to have mercy. We must warn them, church. We must warn them. You see, you can't take this ministry for granted. God is using these people to bless you, and you are insulting them. And you are insulting them. God is calling us to a place that we have to be careful. You see, the ministry that we are doing is given to us by God. Even we men of God, we can't take advantage of this ministry and do anything to the members. You see, God calls and chooses whom He wants to use. So I tell myself as a man of God, I always pray that God humble me, cause me to be humble and know how to teach your, your children. Because you see, these people are the children of God. You, the man of God, you are a servant. You are serving in the house of God. So a servant, you don't have to say more than the children of God. They are the prince and the princess of God. Every man, you can see a man of God can talk to a congregation. Oh, God, you have mercy upon us. 
I'm also the person which should warn everybody. He said, teaching every man in all wisdom. He said, Apostle, I love what you are doing. God is so interested in what you are doing. You are teaching men in all wisdom. We need to teach the church. We need to teach the church. We need to people, people love to go for prayer meetings more than teachings. We need to teach them in wisdom. We need to teach them. People are even praying and they don't know how to pray because they have failed to set this, the scriptures. So when they go on their knees, they don't even don't know how to acknowledge God. They don't know how to give thanks to God and they start to pray. Some of them don't even know that they have to pray in the name of Jesus. They begin just to pray. Some of them don't know that they have to pray according to the word of God and they begin just to lift up their voice to pray. You see, God is not moved by the words that we say, but he is moved by the words that he has written. So when you are praying, you must pray according to the word of God. Some of us will pray and we don't pray according to the will of God. What is what is the essence of your prayer? Is your prayer is not in the will of God? What is the essence of it? Then you've wasted time. Please go and sleep. If you are praying for something and it's not in the will of God, go and sleep. Go and sleep. Whatever you are doing, it must be for the will of God. We go for prayer meetings. And we neglect the teachings of God. We neglect our devotions. We neglect the teachings ministry. People have underestimated the teachings ministry. But you see, one of the things as a prophet I see, one of the ministry that carries miracle is the teaching ministry. When the teaching ministry is being taught well, miracles flows. Because that was the work of Jesus. Jesus was a rabbi. He was a teacher. After teaching, he was able to provide bread and fish for the congregation. People have have certain things that they, they know where they want to go. I mean, they will go for prayer meeting. That is where I will see my miracle. Me, I will go for prayer meeting. That is where I will see my prophets, my healing. You see, even in the teaching ministry, I tell you studies. There are miracles that are happening. There are teachings. There are healings that are taking place. We need to teach men. We need to teach them. As a man, then, you see, we are presenting you or what we are doing. We are not interested. We are not interested in the task that you do. We are not interested in the mansion that you do. We are not interested in the factories that you do. But what we are interested in is that we are presenting you perfect in Christ Jesus. If Apostle is here, praying with is here throughout the night, the most important thing that we present you perfect in Jesus. Because when Jesus appeared, he is going to ask us, he is going to ask the church that how did he present the men? Did you present them perfect? You see, we need to present men perfect. God did not say semi-perfect. God did not say you should prevent them, present them anyhow. But he, he said, present them perfect. So in every aspect of their life, it must be perfection in it. Oh, and it is the Holy Ghost that will bring the perfection. Without the Holy Ghost, we can never see the perfection. We are here to present men perfect to Christ. That is our work. That's the reason why we have gathered here. That is why you have gathered here. You are here to present yourself perfect to Christ. You are here to tell God the day that He called you, when you go, He must see you perfect. 
that you have been perfected in all things. You want to declare with you, I am perfected. It is what is I am perfected. We are presenting you that way. We are presenting you that way to be perfect. Hallelujah.